Welcome to the Landco Podcast, an analytical behind-the-scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois, mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. All right, guys, welcome to the Landco Podcast. We're here at the Lynch Farm in Fairview, Illinois, Fulton County, and we're here because of this. It's okay if I touch it. Go ahead. <laughs> Glenn shot this on October 29th. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll get into the hunt in a minute, but it's it's the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. And what a green score? 213 and 6'8". So over 200. Just incredible. But mm-hmm. I'll admit that these guys know more about deer hunting than me, so most of this will be these guys. But uh, before we start, take us back. When did you buy this? Three years ago? Uh, close October 2017. Okay. So Ryan was working, well, we were both working with these guys yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, we knew what they were looking for. Ryan heard about this farm. So walk them, walk them through that a little bit. Yeah. We just had a client that, uh, wanted to list the farm with us. So we got the listing put together and then, uh, I don't even, I don't believe that this farm even made it to the open I, market. I thought you were like this. Glenn and Matt, it, this is perfect fit. I, right. I don't know if and, it did. We, we never actually got it onto the open market before right. for anybody else to look at it because when we got a hold of Glenn and Max, this was something that we knew that was in their wheelhouse. So right. they looked at it, and I think there was an accepted offer within a matter of a couple of days. Yeah, it was it was quick. It, it, you know, you, quick, you yeah. came out and took us through, and you know, we looked at it, and I think immediately after we were done, Dad said, we need to go for this place. Yeah. Yeah. And we looked at a few. We right? did, yeah. But yeah, we this did. One, yeah. This one, uh, you know, it hit the nail on the head. It was exactly what we were looking for. Yeah, which we knew. And looking at it today, it's even more clear. It's like this is it's perfect. But mm-hmm. uh, And we will get into that at some point. There's probably too much to go over on what they've done to the farm since they bought it to now. But we should definitely do that at some point. Um, but let's talk about the hunt. I mean... You guys knew of this deer the year you bought it, right? I mean, you didn't know about it before you bought it, but as soon as you bought it, got cameras out and saw it? Yeah, October, uh, we closed, like I said, early October of 2017. We put cameras up immediately. Um, this deer, as a we estimated him, three and a half to four and a half then, showed up middle of October. Which is that, right? Which is this. Actually, we found, Dad had found this shed, um, in around, I think it was like late February, early March during shed hunting. Um, it was actually within a hundred yards. The shed was found within a hundred yards of where he killed them, uh, which is really cool actually. Uh, but yeah, we knew of this deer since we bought the farm and we just, like I said, we knew he had potential uh, and we've been following, like I said, ever since we'd never had an encounter nope. until yeah, yeah. took him out that night. And Did you guys say you've never actually seen him before? Never. Only on camera. And all, and usually 90% of the time. In fact, we only had a couple camera pictures of him during the daylight hours. Mostly it was a nocturnal deer. And uh, as we said before, it's kind of a bland picture in, for the for the evening, for the nighttime pics on any camera. It's kind of a yeah. kind of a washed out picture. So you can't really get the true color and, and, the, and the true um, uh, looks of the deer the to the nighttime cameras but um he was very nocturnal for for a whole long time but we did get him on some camera pictures later in the season uh on in 17 and in 18 uh, later in the season you know after all the 
all the rut was over with and everything right. else. He started showing up on camera, but I think all the pressure was off of him. You know, then he got a chance to eat. You know, so. Um, but yeah, well, that's so, some that's something that you know Ryan came and helped us out. You know, helped us create a couple new food plots in there, create access to those food plots, um, and that's you know those late season pictures were actually on those new food plots that we started putting in there. That's you know this place. We knew we wanted it for hunting, but we also wanted to be able to come out here with family. And, you know, through a couple of those, uh, you know, I guess you can say improvements we made to the farm, we've been able to kind of, I guess, follow this deer a lot easier than we originally thought we could. For sure. Know? Yep. Mm -hmm. So how about 2019? <laughs> well, um, we really didn't seem hardly anything. We have, you didn't get many pictures of him mm -mm, all summer, did you? Mm -mm. No, no. We were actually really worried. You know, EHD has been really bad around Fulton County the last two years. Uh, lots of reports of dead deer, and we had not got one picture of this deer all summer, even through September, early October, nothing. Um, and it wasn't until I think our first picture of him was around the 21st. Mm -hmm. I think it was the, the 20th or 21st. We had a picture of him uh to the west over here right on our fence line he was over there uh, right along the uh, cornfield over there and then on the 26th and 27th we had him in the in that field that i shot him on okay in, so that on the was talk about that that's that secluded food plot that you guys put in yeah we put in a food plot down the bottoms which is about the furthest uh lower field that we have on our property which is pretty secluded there's a creek on the back side of it, on the on the north side of it. Uh, it's probably three quarters of a mile from any, I mean, residents or yeah. any people. So he's, they kind of feel comfortable down there, and uh, they got food, cover, and water. So, um, so he'd been staying down there, and back that's where I found his shed in 2017 was right on the other side of the creek, just about a hundred yards. That's where crazy. I shot him. So I remember looking at it back in the day. We cruised through that food plot, and Ryan was like, "This is it. This is the spot they're gonna." And I think you said they shot another deer. Mm -hmm. They had before. They had years before. Yep. Yeah, that's nuts. So, so walk us through the hunt. You hunted that ground blind on the what would that be? The south side. It'd be south on the side. north south on the, side. On the south side, yes. South side right. Of that field. Right. Yep. And we uh, we got into the stand. Matt hunted the field. Our other one of other food plots about three or 400 yards north, I mean, uh, east of me. And uh, I, we got in there about 3.30, 20 to 4, and uh, a few does came into the field, and a 10-point buck came in a little bit later. And and uh, this 10-point buck started acting kind of funny and on the very far north end of the of the field, and he kind of looked over towards the, towards the west, and he kind of made a couple movements like, there was something over there. And, he knew something. Yeah, he knew something was up, so he kind of gave this little strange look over there, and 20 seconds later, this guy came out of the out of the. And you didn't know it was him right away? Mm, I couldn't. I didn't recognize him because all the pictures that we ever had was at nighttime, so I had to get my binoculars up, and once I looked at him, I go, oh, I think that's, uh, that's him. That's a big boy. Yeah, so, big boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's crazy is, you know, for a deer that we followed for the last three years to only get, you know, daylight pictures of him you know a handful of days out of the entire season yeah i get a text from dad i'm up in my other blind you know on one of our new food plots it's five o'clock at night i mean there's still an hour and a half of shooting light left and i get a text from dad saying big boy just entered the field 
pretty crazy to so think, you know, awesome. when we've not laid eyes on him ever in the last three years, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden he's walking, yeah. you know, in daylight bright as day. I mean, I was shocked. Crazy. So were the, uh, I know we talked about the Cody Link cameras before. Were the pictures in the previous days in daylight? Yeah. I mean, big shout out to Cutting Link. Like I said, it's a new system that we just put on a few of our farms this year. We, we put it on, actually, we've got three different farms. We put them on every one this year. We were not going to pursue this deer this early, knowing that, uh, you know, some pictures we got of him earlier. He was walking. It was the middle of the night. We didn't want to put pressure on these areas that, you know, were our better spots. But he checked the camera. It was the 20... I think he checked him on the 27th or the 28th and it showed the last two nights he'd been in this field where he shot him, uh, during shooting hours. You know, he sends me a text, Matt, big boys in the field. We got to do something. And I said, well, looking at the conditions, the 29th is the night. If you know, he's going to be walking, it's going to be in that field. And it's, that's the night we need to go after him. And, you know, as luck would have it, it worked out. It worked out. But worked so out. run us through those the cutting link because I think they're awesome, but a lot of people don't know about them yet. Yeah, they're not the cell. It's pictures, a cool. Right? You know, it's new. To, it's new to us. It's not a cell camera. And, you know, we do have a couple of cell cameras that we run. You know, they have their their place. You know, and they're convenient. The cutting link. What's cool about them is you have a home camera. It can be used as a camera or just as a a base. We use it as a base, and basically every other camera that you put out on the farm links to this home camera. Um, you know, we put it on the front porch you know, of our cabin there. So, you yeah. know, dad being out here five days a week, you know, he can get up in the morning, walk out on the porch, check the chip. He can see what's been going on on throughout the entire farm. That's, and that's awesome. you know, how he came to realize we need to make a move on this deer a lot earlier than we thought we needed to, yeah. and, you know, now the time. And, you know, had we not had those cameras, we probably would not have, yeah. you know, how'd you been uh, able to go after this dad probably wouldn't have got that near down draw straws to see who got to hunt there or how'd that go? <laughs> i did i did honestly before we before we got out here i honestly said to matt i said if you want to take the bottom field <laughs> i you, will i will let you hunt that you you know kudos to him he did say that i said to him i said if big boy you know it's what we named him is going to be walking tonight he's going to be in that bottom field hunt it go and hunt, you know dad I can't say how excited I've been for him. You know, he's out here busting his butt on this place, you know, four or five days a week, every single week for the last three years since we've owned the place. If anybody was going to shoot that deer and deserved it, that's the guy who deserved to do it. I was more than happy to, you know, like I said, I've been more excited about this whole thing than he is. You know, I, yeah. when we walked up on it, I, you know, about had me in tears. And, you know, it's not every day you see a 200 plus inch deer out here. And all of a sudden, you know, he's shot one that we've had history on for three years and, He's kind of got this blank stare and kind of like, he still wow, did the I, next morning. He did. Like, I can't dead. believe it. I'm like screaming. I was like, are you kidding me? Look at this thing. <laughs> it's incredible. The next morning, yeah. just to see it and then and measure it with him. And I still didn't think he knew what you he shot. You him. texted me right after you met with yeah. him and said, Matt, that's this pictures don't do this deer justice. And no. he's enormous. He's like, I think I'm more excited than your dad is right now. And I said, to be honest, I think he's still a little in shock yeah, as, yeah. as to what's going on here. Well, I just didn't think because we, in fact, we never had him in any pictures of him in daylight. And all of a sudden Boom, at five o'clock in the, actually in the middle of the afternoon, he pops out and starts walking towards me. So I said, yeah, you know, how lucky can that be? So, so walk us through that. So he popped out. Yeah, he did. He popped out. And uh, ten point kind of looks at him, and he looks at the ten point, and he kind of 
just takes a couple steps towards him and he turns around and kind of walks off and just starts walking down the edge of the of the of our food plot and I go, how, how far is the north side? Uh, it's, it's about 140, uh, 150 yards. 50 yards maybe? Yeah. From here? No, from, no, from, from like where he was. Oh, okay, from where right. he was. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. I think I think actually it's about 150 down. Yeah, you know, it's from about 150. So anyway, so you didn't know it was going to happen yet? But you no, was... I thought I'm going to screw this up. I might <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and if it wasn't for this doe that had come and was eaten in front of my stand. I don't think he would ever walk down there. I just don't think he would have because he was more interested in that 10-point and probably chasing him out of the field than he was anything else. But as soon as that 10-point turned around and kind of walked off, he just kind of started walking down towards me. And I go, well, this may be good or this may be bad. I'm not for sure which, but anyway, <laughs> here he comes. And so, of course, as I told them guys, you know, after about when he got it in about 35 or 40 yards, I started getting really nervous. I said, man, don't screw this up. If you do <laughs> shoot at him, don't screw this up. So he gave me the opportunity to shoot him and I, and, and I shot him and, and, and he ran about 70 yards and that was about it. Man, so, it's so cool. Yeah. Most, most people, you know, when something like that happens, they're getting their bow ready. They're getting their binoculars up. He's texting me saying, Matt, big boy, just into the field. He's taking pictures on his cell phone and sending them to me. I'm like, Oh my gosh! Which is what's get on? Awesome now! It is. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I've got I've got a picture of him when he first entered the the field, and he looked right over to the ten point. I said, "Well, take a picture now because he may be." It's so those, I took a picture of, of him. live pictures. It's cool where you can see you know you push on it mm -hmm. and it shows him walking, and then he looks over at that yeah. ten point, kind of pauses, yeah. and then keeps. It's cool. Yes, yeah, so anyway, he just walked down there, and that was it. So. But, uh, so then, what'd you do? You laid back, or you guys knew? You had no, to I, no. I texted him and I said, uh, "I think I think big boy's down." So, um, and he, he said, "I'll be right there." So, and I got my binoculars up and I looked at him, and he was over laying on the ground. Oh, you could see him from. Oh the yeah, yeah, I could see him What's laying crazy there. Is that makes you feel. A he better. texts Matt. Matt texts me. And I'm hunting on another farm on the other side of the county, and I'm just wondering what is going on this whole time. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's prime time for me. You know, it was 5.30 or something. Yeah. You know, the deer is supposed to be walking out, and then I'm, you know, I don't even care. I get out of my blind. I climb down. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, put, oh, put my absolutely. hands on this thing. I can't believe it. Go give Dad a hug and see what's going on. I come down the hill. He's standing above him. I've never seen a deer like this in my life on the hoof. You know, you see him in shows, yep. and you see him in magazines, pictures, video, do not do this to your justice. You know, you lay your hands on him. I mean, he is truly a giant. And I, you know, and I, and I, and I actually told Matt, it's kind of a sad, happy thing. You know, I'm happy I, I killed it. Yeah. But I'm sad that, that the I'm sad, I'm sad that this, but this big boy is now gone. Yeah. You know, gone. between us and the neighbors, I mean, four years of pictures, you know, in the chase. I mean, this is a new farm, which, you know, dad, you poured your heart and soul into this place. This is the mm -hmm. biggest deer we've had on the farm, obviously. I mean, our main goal since we've owned this place is yeah. to eventually harvest this deer and mm -hmm. finally get it done. I mean, it's like, what, what tops this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. he grosses 213, almost 214 inches. He, as a 10 point typical frame, he's over 194 inches. I mean, that's, Man. almost unheard of yeah so did you as you found him did you know all this like had it sunk in or he didn't know he was big we knew he was big i mean i told him i i guess him at 190 we did when we saw pictures you know yeah. that's the thing is trail cameras can be deceiving we thought yeah. it was like oh he's easy 190s and everything and when i walked up on him that i just i keep looking at him i said you know that side there that is like this thing's gonna clear 200 no problem i mean this is ridiculous it just, yeah, you just don't realize it until you get 
down with him and see how yep. big and his body was and see how big his horns were. It's his, it's his mass that puts well, him over the that next morning when I was measuring it with you, and I started telling you, all right, 21 and 7 eighths, yeah. whatever, 6 eighths or whatever it was. And I, as I'm throwing these numbers out at him, I'm kind of racking them up in my mind as I'm doing it, and I'm like, holy cow, yeah. this is big. Yeah. Going to be a big boy. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that's one of the things, you know, he was the ruler of these farms, you know, in the area. That's why we call them big boy. I mean, because, you know, when you saw him on camera, that's your first race. It's like, oh, my goodness, that is a big, big deer. So walk us through some of the measurements before we kind of close this out. Because yeah, we yeah, talked about the bases. I, mean, I know there's yeah. huge. We don't have them in front of us, but you remember the bases were just yeah. short of eight inches. Yeah, bases were short of eight inches. That's, and you guys, all you guys have shot a bunch of big deer. Yeah. That's enormous, right? Eight I mean, I think the 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 world record um, measurement on a deer's bases are just over 10 inches. Okay. I mean, and I mean, most of the times, you know, you shoot a big deer and you get anything over five inches. And five like, inches yeah. is good. Great. Yeah. Uh, I think these were seven and six eighths, roughly. Seven, seven and four and seven and six. Yeah. 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 They're huge. Um, G3 on this side's 13. This one's 12 and five eighths. Uh, main beams are 25 inches. Uh, width is 21 and five eighths. Um, brows are eight inches. He's got a big kicker off of this brow here. Um, just, I mean, the mass measurements are, are just, I mean, probably what helped him, you know, get up over 200 yeah. inches is all the mass measurements. Yeah. And yeah. looking, looking at pictures of this deer over the last three years since he's owned it, like I said, with the shed, his frame has been consistent. Though, I mean, he's been, he's been, except for that little kicker on the GT, you know, just, if he's 25, 21 and a half inches wide now, he's been 21 and a half inches wide the last three years. Right. It's been his mass that has just gone insane yeah. over the last, you know, right. two seasons. Yeah. Well, didn't yeah. you guys say he'd grown since that, which is two years before, right. 50 some inches? Easy. Total, Easy. total yeah. inches. Total so inches. Would be Easy. 50, 53 inches. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I mean, you hold this up. I mean, it's almost identical in, in everything, but I mean, you can see how much it's grown. I mean, it's, Unbelievable. I mean, just yeah, just the diameter of each time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I mean, tripled in size, yeah. everything. Yeah. And we thought, actually, when we found this shed in 2017, when I found it, I didn't even touch it until Matt came over and I said, Matt, you got to come over and look at this shed. I found <laughs> and he came over and looked at it and I didn't even move it. And he says, Oh my gosh. Well, we thought that was a nice shed back in 2017 because we knew it was him. We knew it was him. So, but um, I mean, it, by seeing this, we knew, okay. Three and a half, maybe, you know, four and a half mediocre at that point. And that's when, you know, this in 2018, that's when he made his jump. jump you know, we saw him yeah. like, oh, that's a 180 inch deer. Anybody would be yeah. incredibly lucky to, you know, shoot a deer like that. But, you know, we didn't have any encounters. We had pictures of him a couple daylight. We had the opportunity to go in for him end of the season. We chose to kind of lay off mm -hmm. just knowing if we give this deer one more season, we're going to have a crack at a 200 inch plus deer. And yep. we did that. And obviously, you know, patience has paid off and dad yep. was able to close yep. the deal. And, you know, we have the biggest deer between any of us that any of us have ever killed. I mean, this is a deer. Killed or seen. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's the deer of many lifetimes. But I do have to say we have been putting in more and more food plots every year. Huge difference. Huge, huge difference. Like I mean, it all does help it, it's, out it's here. A, it's a lot of different things. It's yeah. the food plots. It's the cutting links. Yeah. It is. You're not. Yes, this is a recreational farm, 
but you're not going back into the farm. You're using the way the farm is set up with the lakes and everything. Right. You're able to separate those two areas. Well, yeah. yeah. That's something we were able, you know, Ryan, you know, thank goodness we were able to do that is the way this farm is set up, it's more long than it is wide. And with these new food plots, you know, originally we would have to walk or drive almost a mile down to the end and come back around. And I said, let's get Ryan in here with the Bobcat. Let's create a couple new paths up to these places. You know, we can get to these new places like that. I mean, just piece of cake. And that's where, you know, a lot of these pictures of this deer have been is in these new food plots. And we don't have to walk through the timber, disturb a lot to get to it's them. It's all about access. It is. Yeah. Entry and exit. Is, yeah. It is. It's some of these as important as hunting the right wing. Yeah. Right. Some of these things that you think are impossible, like, oh, I'll never be able to, you know, I want to put a plot here, but I'll never be able to get to it without disturbing things. You know, you Anything take the impossible. impossible out of it, you know, and, you know, think of what do I want? You can make it happen. And that's what we did here. And, and the uh, other thing, too, is, is this was killed on a 150 inch, or 150 acre farm. And not a thousand acre farm, well, sure. two thousand acres, no, or you don't need you know, big tracts of land. This yeah. is on one hundred and fifty acres, right? And granted, you work very closely with your neighbors, right? You know, but uh, but a hundred. What's crazy is it's a hundred and fifty acre farm that we are here every single week. You know, if he's not here during the week, I bring my wife and kids out here mm -hmm. on the weekends. We ride our gators around here. You know, we go through right. the trails. We fish. It's a place where you can come and bring the family, enjoy your time, and still kill trophy white tail. Right. Yeah. But you've also done it very smart to where you've set it up to where if you're driving the trails and, and going to the different lakes and whatnot, you've done it in a manner that it's not disturbing. It's all about your planning sanctuaries, your bedding, yeah. or right. your food sources. It's all strategic. Correct. Correct. All of our food plots, all of our big food plots are to the far north Back. of our property yep. and our recreational areas to the so if we keep don't, I don't know this for sure, but I doubt you're taking your family fishing in the middle of October back there. No. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> no. you know, I, I can't say, you know, we've, you know, if we have people who've never been out here, you know, we obviously sure. choose our time of day where, you know, we drive, but we'll drive down. You know, I've taken people on a tour of the place, you know, in October, you know, and they've driven by the plot where dad killed this buck. It's yeah. But more, it's noon. It is. Mm -hmm. It's the time of day. It's, it's all about planning and where you put things, when you do things, uh, and, you know, like I said, it's... For sure. Yeah. And this is what happened. This is what happened. So, so what do you do next? I mean, do you retire uh, from hunting, or do you... No, I just... Uh, find another deer? Uh, start praying for, for that he bred a lot of does <laughs> in his five and a half years, six and a half years. What do we nickname this deer? What, you told me the other day I was riding with it. Bowling Point? Oh, boy, boy, my buddy down in down in, down in Missouri told me that I should call this buck boiling point because it because it, it, it takes 212 degrees to boil water. And it scored 213. Ah, it scored 213, like so. yeah. So. I like it. Yeah, so boiling point. Okay, so. well, cool. Uh, anything else we need to cover that uh, we missed? I'm looking forward to the, you know, the vlog. We can talk about just sure. everything that's been done to this place. You know, yeah. it's almost unrecognizable from when we okay. first got it. And you, as I mean, at, I mean, as Ryan said before, you don't need a thousand acre plot to do what we've done. We did it in 150 acres, and we've changed the entire look of the whole farm by doing our stuff that we've mm -hmm. done. Orchards, yeah, yeah, but it, you know, it's, it's, general it's nothing major. It's all just little simple maintenance to make yeah. it look nicer yeah. and still stay functional. You take, you take the you take the lot. Let's call it the lodge where we're sitting right now. Right. Take that out of the equation, and there wasn't. A lot of money spent. It was just 
a lot of a lot of hard work yeah. and yeah. hours yeah. and that was it and anybody right. can do it on anybody the can do that yeah. it's not it's not a it's not a it's not a, a, a tremendous amount small things equal to be big things after a while make a big difference yeah yep. they sure do okay well cool well thanks for listening guys um Look forward to the vlog that we do on uh, this property to maybe showcase some stuff that we didn't get to talk about. But uh, other than that, we'll wrap it up here. We appreciate you guys listening slash watching, and we'll be uh, back at you shortly with another one.